I am so excited to announce that the doors to Panic to Peace will be opening on January 10th, 2023. This is my signature program where over the course of 10 weeks, I walk you through how to actually change your relationship with anxiety, how to get the thoughts, the symptoms, the panic, and the fears to stop popping up and making all of the decisions for you, and how to actually start living your life and experiencing more peace, more joy, more freedom, and adventure. So if you're interested, head to the link in my show notes, get on the wait list, and if you're on the wait list when I announce that the doors are open, you'll get a really special bonus. I hope to see you there. It's like like you always say, keep taking action. It's, it's hard when you step out of your comfort zone, of course, but it, it will always get easier. And, and if you don't do the work, it, at first, it seems like, oh, it's more pleasure, but the suffering remains. Welcome to a Healthy Push podcast. I'm Shannon Jackson, former anxiety sufferer turned adventure mom and anxiety recovery coach. I struggled with anxiety, panic disorder, and agoraphobia for 15 years. And now I help people to push past the stuff that I used to struggle with. Each week, I'll be sharing real and honest conversations along with actionable and practical steps that you can take to help you push past your anxious thoughts, the symptoms, panic, and fears. Welcome. You're right where you're meant to be. All right. Today on the podcast, I have a really, really special guest with me. This is something that I haven't done before, and I have somebody with me who is a former student of mine. She took my Panic to Peace program, and we've been working together for a little while, and I'm just so excited for you all to meet Suzanne, and she is just so wonderful, and I can't wait for her to share your her journey with you and for us to just chat, and you can actually see, you know, what it looked like for her to go through the program. So, Suzanne, welcome. I am so happy to have you here on the podcast. Hi, Shannon, and I feel so honored to be part of your podcast, and thanks for having me. Yeah, so... I am just so like, I know you're a little bit nervous. I am too nervous. Like this is something that I haven't done before. And I know it's something that you haven't done before. So um, I cannot wait for us to dive in. So let's just start with like, tell everyone a little bit about you. Cause I feel like I know you, but <laughs> my community doesn't know you. So just share a little bit about you. Well, yeah, my name is Suzanne. I am uh, 36 years old. Meanwhile, <laughs> I live in Austria and I work as a product uh, developer and uh, as a teacher. And yeah, I am, uh, I was suffering uh, for 15 or 16 years. And uh, yeah, here. Okay. So, Suzanne, we met and started working together. Um, just over a year ago, I think it was August 2021. And yeah. our journeys are pretty pretty similar in the sense that you struggled for a really long time. And I know that obviously when we first met, that wasn't like the beginning of your struggle. So can you talk to us about like, what did this all look like for you when you first started struggling? Because I know like me, you struggled with things very intensely. Yes, that's true. Well, I had my first uh, panic attack when 
I was at the age of 20. It came out of nowhere. I just had um, graduated from high school and was looking for a job. And yeah, I, I can remember as if it was yesterday. It was on a September. I was sitting in a cafe and suddenly there it was my first panic attack. And yeah, I didn't know what was happening to me and I was very scared. And that's how it all started. Um, I, I didn't even dare to leave the house. I didn't speak to friends anymore. I suffered from, from balance problems, dizziness, insomnia, heart palpitations, depressive moods all the time. And yeah, I thought, I really thought I had gone crazy and I would have to spend the rest of my life in a mental institution. Um, I also constantly felt like I was living in a parallel world and I thought that my life was and this was this really was the hardest time of my life and um yeah I I I also had great luck um because I uh, have a family that was very understanding uh, and and very supportive like <laughs> Parallel to your mom, it's it's also my mom that uh, was so supportive uh, in everything. And yeah, my family kept pushing me, and I so that I didn't grow. And um, yeah, my dad made the first steps outside the house with me. My mom was also there for me twenty four seven, twenty four seven, and. Yeah, what really helped me was uh, back then I got a job and uh, it's already, it was two months after I had the first uh, panic attack, but <laughs> I was in a constant panic the entire job interview and I thought I would never ever get the job. Uh, and to be honest, I would have been very happy if I didn't get the job <laughs> but they chose me and I knew I had to go to work and it was a job 20 miles away from home and every day was torture for me like I think um, one of the main reasons I went to work uh, despite all the symptoms you may all know was that um, triggering thought that always happened to my mind, which is if I stay home today, tomorrow will be worse. And uh, that's how I struggled through the day. And oh my God, the first few weeks, my mom went to work with me. She waited in the car in the company parking lot all day. And spent the time reading books. And oh my gosh, when when I'm thinking about that. So yeah, I, I think I don't have to tell you that my mom was my safe person. But yeah, step by step, I I really managed to go to work um, on my own, but it wasn't it wasn't easy all the time. So um but yeah, I, I, my parents kept pushing me to do things I didn't want to do, but that was maybe the reason why the situation 
improved a little bit and step by step. I did see a psychiatrist who prescribed me a small dose of antidepressants to relieve anxiety, but he never explained what was wrong with me, never ever told me that I suffered from agoraphobia. He called it a panic disorder. And I think, I, I really think that that's why I suffered from it for so long. If you don't understand what's wrong with you, how can you improve the situation? And yeah. I I love how you just said that because it's so true. Like that's really the foundation where healing starts to happen is like really understanding what's going on yeah, and yeah. understanding why you're struggling. Like yeah. and you're so right. And I'm glad that you shared like the the really hard parts because we all know, right? They're like, you experience a ton of symptoms. It's really, really hard. But like you said, you know, you got a job, but like you were going to work and every day was like a battle and enough that your mom was like going with you. And that is so hard because like, I, it's just so funny. I, cause I look back and like our journeys are so similar in the sense that we both mm-hmm. told e- ourselves, like, you've just got to keep doing this because if you don't, who knows, you know, what tomorrow could look like if yeah. it could just make things wor- worse. Right. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So talk to me about like, this was years, right? Like we're yes, talking. That's true. Yeah. Years that you struggled with the panic, the, the f- intense fears, the, like, what were some of the things that you did, like, to try to work through it or to try to, like, prevent yourself from experiencing, like, the anxiety and panic that you were? Well, um, I don't think that there were, like, yeah, okay, no, I, there are a few things I have done. The The first thing is that I've really constantly tried to push myself, and I didn't know how to react to all of those symptoms and this was the hardest part you know what i did (laughs) like uh, uh, all those safety behaviors well okay i i went to a short trip uh, to italy it's not a a very big uh, not a big thing i've done it uh, i made it with all the symptoms but yeah, I didn't know how to cope with them. So I've had a big, big bag with me um, with all the alternative medicine gums, candy, herbal emergency sprays. <laughs> and, uh, and that's a big relief. Now my bag is even, I think, five pounds uh, lighter than uh, one year ago (laughs) and yes um, that's uh, all those safety behaviors like yes um, or carrying one um, I don't know how how that thing is called in the US but here it's called like and you call how you slow down Oh, like maybe like a Xanax or yes, yes. Okay. Well, I I carried one uh, Xanax uh, with me uh, just in case I need it. 
and you know all those safety behaviors and checking the streets the whole way how long does it take uh, until i'm up the mountain and i planned everything and yes yeah i mean so i'm so glad that you're sharing this because i know so many people can relate like i have this bag full of stuff just in case and like i want to be prepared and it's especially hard of course when you don't really understand what's going on and you don't know what's happening. And so you're literally just trying your best like to protect yourself. Yeah. You're trying your best to keep yourself safe. You're trying to make this stuff not happen. And little do you know at the time, right? All this stuff is just reinforcing the anxiety and keeping yeah. you on this loop of anxiety and fear. Like, it's- Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and back then, I, I didn't even know about it that it – actually doesn't help me it makes things worse nobody ever told me before except from you and but I I honestly I have to admit that I think that I had a great life even with agoraphobia I I've had a job I had friends I I did my own fashion show went on on tiny short vacation trips and yeah but it was constantly with limitations and all the symptoms and I also had many good faces but also yeah very bad where I was housebound for a short time again but I would say it was and and of course is a great life even with uh, agoraphobia but yeah, in the end, what really helped me the most was you, uh, your account, and your course. Yes. And I'm just so grateful that you found me. It's just so crazy. You know, when I think about it, I remember talking to my husband and I was just like, there's this woman that I'm working with from Austria. And he's like, Austria? And I'm just like, isn't it crazy? Like how you can get connected with people all over the world. And it's just so funny because like we're so similar in the sense that, you know, we both had jobs, like we, you know, went on short trips and we're are very adventurous people and you know you want to live this big life but the panic the the fears they put such limitations on yeah. all that stuff and yeah. you know I know for you right like you wanted to go on trips you wanted to be mm-hmm. able to just go out go to work like do all these mm-hmm. things without mm-hmm. having such intense fear and panic and not knowing what the heck to do and how to respond to it. And I think yeah. you know, that's what you said before. Like I had no idea how to respond. Yeah. So I'm like really curious, of course, when you started taking panic to peace and you started getting some of the knowledge and putting some of the pieces together, like how did it kind of all, I know this is a big question, but like, how did it all start to help you like to actually make significant progress? Oh, there have been a lot of things that helped me and um, yeah I think one of the biggest things was that there was a woman called Shannon who showed me that it's possible to heal and I didn't know that it is even possible to to completely heal whatever that means for everybody but um, 
it was very stunning to see how you on on Instagram climb up that mountain, how you sit in that uh, plane. And this was very inspiring. And just to see that was pushing me either to to have to have the thought that I really, really wish to be able to do that too. And uh, yes, that was one of the things that helped me the most. But concerning your course, um, there, yeah, I, I think it would be the best if I just start. Well, I think through you, I learned that there are several people out there who are struggling with the same and, and, mm, it's it's the community, uh, all the people who who suffer from the same problems, and and I for fifteen years uh, I thought that I'm the only person uh, who is suffering from agoraphobia because uh, I, I don't know what agoraphobia is, <laughs> and now I yeah I I got to know that you know a big difference was that. It was now not just that I did things, even though I was scared, but now I knew what exactly was happening and how to react to it. And yeah, and, and also your your daily postings, uh, which I read through for breakfast, so I could start the day in a different way. And and yeah, the explanation on what agoraphobia is so. I was finally able to understand what's going on. And for me, the information regarding DPDR was truly life-changing because I never have been able to describe what I am uh, suffering from because DPDR is such a, a, a scary feeling. And because of you, I knew that it was a feeling that was part of a and that I wasn't completely crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's huge. And I mean, I'm just so glad like that you're emphasizing, right? Like I, the, the course really helped me to learn and understand how to respond to all of it because, you know, I don't teach specifics on like how to respond specifically to, you know, yeah. this, this symptom or to this scenario, or it's all around like how you respond to anxiety and you really, I think two things really helped you. One, you had this intense and you still do determination and motivation after I think getting all of this hope right of seeing the possibilities of like seeing yeah. what your life could actually look like and you know you just kept pushing yourself you just kept like you wanted it you wanted it and you weren't going to take no for an answer and so there are so many things that you did to push yourself and to make sure that like you you got to the place where you are now and I think the other part is, right, you really developed this healthy response to the symptoms, to the fears, to just anxiety yeah. in general. And like, you know, like you said, your bag is pounds lighter now. Like you, <laughs> you really focused on how can Suzanne 
respond in a healthy way and use what she has within her to get through this stuff. Because, you know, like I always tell people, I can teach you, you know, what's going on, what are some contributing factors, like how to respond to anxiety in a healthy way, but you have everything you need in you to recover. You just really have to take the actions. And the biggest, you know, thing, the best thing for me throughout you taking my program was to actually see you very consciously making these decisions to go at the anxiety, to go at the fear. But you did it in a way where it was, I'm choosing to do things that I want to do. I'm choosing to do things I value. I'm choosing to live my life while letting anxiety just be there. And we're going to see how it goes. And yeah. Like, I'd love for you to just talk through because I, you know, when we started working together after, you know, a few months, a couple months, you were like, you know, I, what can I do? Like, I want to, <laughs> I want to really tackle some of this, the stuff, the hard stuff. And you started like going on trips and like <laughs> really facing yeah. it. And so can you talk a little bit about what that looked like, like how you felt about approaching that and like how things actually have turned out after you doing this for a a few months. (laughs) Well, um, one big part of uh, those trips was my husband because, um, yeah, I started to, um, to be more honest with my partner concerning the anxiety. Um, and I always expected him to be more understanding, but how how could he know what I needed if I never told him? And so I opened up to him in a more detailed way, and that was worth a lot because he then had the su- suggestion to to go on a trip with me every month. And first of all, I thought. Are you crazy? I mean, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, <laughs> I am not going on a trip every month, but yes, I made it, and uh, it was such a great experience. Um, yeah, and um. If you had told me at the beginning of the year what I would be experiencing this year, I would not have believed it. And um, yeah, we we went the first time of my life. We went to France, uh, to Alsace. Uh, we did bike tours there. We did a city trip where I even walked through the city without my bike, which is uh, one of my safety behaviors. Uh, we were at the sea in Italy, in Nice, in the south of France, which was, I, I really can't believe it, but it was a spontaneous trip uh, without any fear, with eight hours driving time by car. And uh, so what I am telling you this, I still can't believe that I really made it. But yes, uh, that's true. I'm not lying. and. And the the most important thing for me was to realize that all those trips led 
um, to the fact that I finally dared to visit my sister in Vienna for the first time in 16 years. And that's that's all I wanted to do. And uh, I such a beautiful moment when I think about it that we both were crying when I rang the doorbell of her apartment and I finally made it to go to Vienna, which was a 20 from zero to 10. <laughs> I, I never thought that I could do it. Yes. <laughs> it's it's been such a wild ride. I think honestly for me emotionally just as much as it's been for you because like you would send me these messages, right? You'd go on these trips and I'd get these messages of like Shannon, I'm doing it. Like I cannot believe that I'm doing it. And yeah. it's just insane once you start to really put what you learn to practice and allow yourself to have these opportunities and to really face it and see like, my gosh, I'm actually capable of, you know, whatever it is. And I think I want to like <laughs> allow people to understand a little bit because I know like Suzanne saying she's from Austria and traveled to France and Italy and all that. For us in the United States, this would be like from for me, like taking a trip from Maine to like Massachusetts or Rhode Island. So it's like, you know, these are like two, three hour trips. They're not super far, but like I think geographically, if you don't understand, yeah. I, yeah. you know, some people might think, oh my gosh, like she's going on these massive trips, but like these, you know, they, they are massive yeah. for you. Yeah. And, and I, I just wanted to give some perspective, but like for you, you know, like you said, you were taking car rides, you were taking train rides, like you were putting yourself in these situations, the big cities, the open spaces, like all these places where you used to feel the immense fear, the dizziness, the I need my bike because I need to be able to go at any minute, like to now experiencing this freedom of, oh my gosh, I can go places and do these things. And like, I, I don't have to feel that. And like, if I do, I, I know how to respond to it. Like, I know what to do, like yeah. how freeing and insane. And I think too, giving the perspective, right, Vienna was such a big thing for you because you experienced a really bad panic attack in Vienna. Like, yes. Yeah. So, yes, that's true. That's, that's why I avoided Vienna uh, for 16 years. And I, oh, it was so strange because uh, I really do love my sister and I would have loved to visit her and I she she bought a new flat and I I wasn't able to visit her and so it was amazing to be able to visit her flat and enjoying the time with her and her husband and a friend of mine and sitting there at the rooftop and ah yes <laughs> I it's crazy it is. And it's just, I always tell people, right? Like you really have to get honest with yourself. And I'm glad you mentioned the part about getting honest with your husband. Because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think you had really gotten honest with yourself and had this great understanding of like what you were struggling with. And I think once you really got vulnerable with your husband and you really like 
opened it up and and said, this is actually what I'm struggling with, it really, that vulnerability allows you to then get this support that's like no other. Like it's this different level of support that you get that's like, okay, I might not fully get it. I might not fully understand, but I am like wanting to help you in any way I can and like, let me help push you. And when somebody really can see you for what you're struggling with, and really can better like connect with you. They can really help to push you in healthy ways. And I would love like if you are comfortable sharing, I know one of the trips that you went on, you had like this moment. (sighs) I'm emotional. I get emotional. It's not even my journey, Shannon. (laughs) But like you were with your husband and you like it was this, I think it was the spontaneous trip and you, you went a little bit further and you guys were like standing by the water and like your husband looked at you, like, do you mind sharing that? Like, <laughs> no, no. We went uh, to the Nice Chess Festival, which, well, I told him, okay, we can buy tickets, but don't be pissed off if I cannot do it. If I can't go to a festival in a big city like Nice, and um, yeah, but. He said, no, it's okay. We buy the tickets. If you can't go, I'm not pissed off. Okay. We went there. It was a a very warm summer night and he was hugging me and we were standing there listening to those bands. And he looked into my eyes and said, well, that was one of the things I always wanted to do with you. And." yeah, and he he had I I I think he had a few tears in his eyes. But if he now would stand uh, beside me, he would say no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't cry, but I think uh, yeah, he was very emotional, and for me it was very uh, emotional too. And we were standing there and enjoying this trip together. I like you have I know that you like you've surprised yourself and like I am just so incredibly proud of you because obviously you know I in my program I can share the knowledge I can share the tips I can share the tools I can help motivate you right I can help hold you accountable but ultimately you're the one who has to do the work and you you did it like you've done it and you really invested in yourself and you really like just kept betting on Suzanne like you just kept running with this idea of I can actually do this like I want it I want to see and you've now been able to see over the past year right like just how insanely capable you are and (laughs) it's just been such a cool journey and I'm so grateful that I've been been along for the ride with you and have been able to see it. And so, you know, I always tell people this is not just possible for me, right? Like, you know, people land on my Instagram page and they're like, I have so much hope and I'm blown away. And like, you know, you did it. And I'm just one person like they're, you know, there are other people that can do this. Anyone is capable of doing this. And you've proven that. And I am just so freaking proud of you, like in so many ways. And if you, to somebody listening right now, like if they're really struggling, um, just as like, what is one 
piece of advice? What is one thing that you would really want them to hear? Mm, one, one, I would say there are two words that um, are very important. Um, and it sounds crazy, but they are thankfulness and consistency. And I remember when I was walking on the, uh, at the, in the forest, um, I had this thought that we need to make peace with fear, panic, agoraphobia, whatever, and need to be grateful that uh, we are uh, suffering from a, a medical condition that we can do something about ourselves to make it better and we can actively participate in the healing. And I think that is a gift. And, and, we come out of this uh, even stronger. That's that's thankfulness and and a, of course also consistency. And it's like like you always say, keep taking action. It's it's hard when you step out of your comfort zone, of course, but it it will always get easier. And and if you don't do the work, it. At first, it seems like, oh, it's more pleasant, but the suffering remains. And yeah, I would say so. Um, keep at it, uh, yeah. even if it's not easy. And in doing so, uh, we can experience what what life is waiting for us beyond all those boundaries formed by our fears. And yes. So thankfulness and consistency, I guess. So good. Like, so good. (laughs) Well, Suzanne, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and for sharing a little bit of your story. And I am just so excited to see where life takes you and all the things that you're doing and just keep keep being you. You're absolutely amazing. Thank you, Shannon, and thank you for everything you're doing for all of us. Thank you so much. And before I end this episode, I want to mention that I'd really appreciate it if you shared this episode or any others with somebody who you feel could benefit from what I share here. You sharing these episodes is what helps me to reach and support others who need it. And if you have an extra minute in your day today, I'd also really appreciate it if you could leave a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts. I read every single review and this too is what helps me to help more people to heal and overcome. I hope you enjoyed this episode of A Healthy Push. If you want more, head on over to ahealthypush.com for the show notes and lots more tips, tools, and inspiration that will support your recovery. And if you're hoping for me to cover a certain topic, be sure to join my Instagram community at A Healthy Push and let me know in the comments what you want to hear next.